1: They get their minutes and they tackle them as they see fit. Here's your host from the Groundhog Day Project and Michael Myers Minute, Robert Black.
0: Minute 59, Dave and Annie have breakfast. Before we get to Minute 59, How Seeing Her Naked gets us to Iker Dot in four parts, part one. August and September 1999, I wrote a story called Seeing Her Naked. I wrote it in chapters, each in one sitting, and emailed them out like an old-timey serial seeing her naked and dead chapters. The final chapter was written Monday 27th of September 1999 on a computer that didn't really have a hard drive. I'd won the computer in a lottery giveaway thing they did at a law firm where I worked at the time. It had always been connected to a network, so it had virtually no storage of its own. It also had no internet access, so each chapter would be saved to a three and a half inch floppy. That floppy would be taken to my sister's computer in the dining room but there was a dial-up connection in where I could copy and paste the text of the chapter to a series of outgoing emails. At its peak, the story had about 100 regular readers. There was no mailing list to make that any easier than copying and pasting from a list a dozen or so at a time, because there was a limit to how many recipients I could have. I poured a lot of emotion into that last chapter, which climaxed with an angry confrontation between the narrator and his childhood friend and Once Upon a Time would-be girlfriend. I finished the writing feeling already fairly drained. I saved the file onto a floppy, ejected it, took it to the other computer, and the file wasn't there. Or rather, the file was there, and inexplicably, some of the words were there, but with gaps. Imagine a typed page of text, and someone had gone through and erased the majority of the words on the page. This was how each page of the chapter appeared. I returned to my own computer, hoping I had left the file open, or could recover it somehow. There was no autosave function in the old version of WordPerfect I was using. After the panic, there were tears. Then there was fitful sleep. But let us get to Minute 59 of The Midimaze. To tackle Minute 59, we have Liz Whittaker and George Hendrix of Ike Heard That.
2: You come home, there's a giant maze in your living room, you're like, what the? There's a giant maze in my living room. I've heard of people rearranging the furniture, but this is wackadoodle crazy.
3: Yeah, this, this, uh,
1: this doesn't
2: make any sense. The problem, it bombs to my set. Why's it a problem?
1: It's like a fucking cocktail party in here.
2: But I get a few words from you before you go. Oh, hey there. Uh this here's a uh, George, uh and uh Liz.
3: And Will.
2: Oh, from... oh, hey oh, there, Liz. Oh,
3: oh, I'm so sorry, neighbor. Was it not my oh, turn? Oh, no,
2: no. Oh, it's, it's okay. It's okay, my neighbor. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah, so we are from the podcast, I curd That, which is all about the cheesiest parts of the Midwest and the upper Midwest and the places in between, but mostly those. So we're uh, we're, we're doing a little guest spot here on uh, a, a little podcast called Dave Made a Minute. And it's a, it's a little minute-by-minute minute breakdown of... Dave made a maze, which is uh, one of those movies that uh, I guess the kids like. Sure,
3: you know. Because, uh, George, what do you think? There's just not enough cheese in it for me. But uh, uh, you know,
2: there's cheese in it, but I don't think it's of the dairy variety. If you know what I'm
3: saying. Oh, I know. You what get you it. Mean. Uh, oh, I the, get uh, it. What you did uh, there?
2: I, I made it funny. Sometimes I do oh, that. Uh, that's you why do.
3: I, uh, you do. I am the
2: mo- I am the funniest guy at my church.
3: That's why the listeners love I heard That.
2: I heard that. Uh Trademark uh Wisconsin Dairy is our sponsor.
3: So uh George, I think we're here uh, oh, yeah. to talk about I think minute fifty nine today.
2: Oh fifty nine, yeah? yeah. That's such a great minute, because it's the one right before sixty, you know? And it's just uh it's just a good number and I'm really it's, I'm a big fan of it.
3: It's so wholesome. Very It is, you know, absolutely. Very wholesome. It's not number.
2: It's nothing like those other numbers that sound kind of like it that come a little bit later in the number scheme. If you know what I mean, those are uh, those are not great. The only hosers those, like those numbers.
3: Oh, those dirty numbers.
2: Oh, it's not. Oh, mm, mm.
3: for crying in the mud. Those two, in the, yeah, uh,
2: yeah. Liz, we can't we can't we, we can't talk about that. Uh, Although. <clears throat> oh no. Yeah, yeah. I wind up with another blue dot on my house. Uh it's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh we don't have to talk about that. Alright, so we're uh jumping into this here minute. I think it opens up with uh with two young folks sitting at a table and uh, closes up a little bit later with two young folks sitting at a table.
3: Well and then there's between... young folks, uh that's Dave and Annie.
2: Oh jeez, Oh, David I know a Dave and Andy, Dave and Andy Gunderson from around the way. They're uh they're No, real nice. no,
3: no, no, George. Dave and Annie Gunderson.
2: Oh, God. I was wondering, because they look nothing alike, which was really confusing me a little bit there.
3: So they're having a bit of a confusing conversation about uh, coffee.
2: Well, yeah, but they're also having a little bit of breakfast, which, you know, it's the most important meal of the day.
3: It, it is.
2: Yes, and excuse me if I went to another little bit of Irish breakfast right there. I was thinking about <laughs> corned beef and hash.
3: Oh, I heard that. We'll take the cheese from anywhere.
2: Although I do love Irish cheddar, you know, the, the Kerrygold or... Yes, those Irish cows—they know what they're doing.
3: Oh, they do. They put out a delicious flavor.
2: Oh, there you—you did it too.
3: I know. You <clears throat> just start talking about the Kerrygold, and like I can't help it.
2: Oh, uh, Liz, you're you're my wee leprechaun. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, sorry, folks. We could cut that out. It's. Uh, we're just having a bit of a good time here. We, you know, we just we we're, we're just joshing. having a laugh. Josh-
3: That's how we do on the, curd. on the show. I heard. I heard that.
2: I heard that's a bit of a gas of a show and not not just because we <laughs> eat a lot of cheese on it, if you know what I mean.
3: <laughs> Hoy, yes, we uh eat so much cheese on that show. A lot of our gas oh. often gets stuck in. It's uh, nice to just be able to let it go in this this here uh, Dave made a minute.
2: So in this here minute we're talking about their uh 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 Dave who is as if this, this is the Dave who Made a maze, isn't it?
3: I, uh, you know, uh one would uh one would expect that this might be the titular Dave.
2: It would be a crazy coincidence, if you know what I mean, if uh, if, if this Dave had not actually made the maze that is the, the title of the movie. And Annie over there is uh, having a cup of coffee and there's a conversation about uh, the coffee because D- Dave made it, but there's only enough for one. And Annie doesn't want to drink it unless there's enough for two. But he insists that she drink it anyway. Don't worry, the folks. Best- this comes back later.
3: Very polite, kids. Very polite.
2: Absolutely. Ah, uh, and speaking of Ireland, there's a there's a there's a bunch of corks on the wall, which is uh you that's, know I think that's a little homage.
3: That's a very uh interesting art.
2: It's a cute little kitchen. It's a very large kitchen, actually.
3: Oh, it's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now.
2: <laughs> share. Oh, you want to share your feelings about me on that? Or is that a, no? So Celine Dion, who's I, no, I was ca- Canadian?
3: That, okay, I just had to bring Celine in on this. Oh, I don't know who I am now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, part, uh, excuse me, folks. It seems that uh, our friend Liz here might be having a slight uh, mental break, but it's a okay. A bit of a uh, malfunction. We, we more, can just edit. Our, we'll function. edit around that later. It's okay, <laughs> and you might not even hear about it. You know, you just one minute she's one person, next minute she's another. Uh, there a lot of sibling rivalry over here.
3: I'm seeing a lot of doctors about it.
2: <laughs> because you have the consumption. <laughs> are you rather hungry because of lack of potatoes?
3: There are not nearly enough <laughs> potatoes in my, in my diet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> are you shooting for your own hand? When you eat a like cheese, you look no
0: further than the cheese. Monger Oh, hi ho there. This here's the cheesemonger coming at you with your i curd that Daily Cheese Fact. Shout out to the Larson Family Farm down out of Gammy Way for looking after me this past weekend. I had a little injury out there which made it so I couldn't travel the past couple, two, three days. But I'm back at home, good old McCourt. I'm fair to Midland and I got your i Curd that Daily Cheese Fact. Here goes. Round about 1841, during the siege of Montevideo, Brazil, as the tales go, a Uruguayan ship, i run out of cannonballs, you know. The ship's commander hatched an ingenious solution. You betcha they seized the stale cheese from the ship stores. As the tales go, it was Edom. But I gotta say, in my experience, a good pecorino can do more damage. My cousin Liam once got a black eye from a chunk of pecorino thrown by his ex-wife. That's all Thunderbolt Emma, who our regular I heard that. Listeners will know. holds several championship cheese-eating titles. Believe you, me. Oop. <laughs> I should get to the end of the tale. They loaded the stale cheese into their cannons and fired. Because these kinds of tales like to be dramatic, they miss a couple, two, three times. And then finally, one shot goes clean through the main mast of the Brazilian ship. And two sailors were killed by the shrapnel. I'd like to take a moment to say a prayer for the lives lost that day. Those two poor soldiers and that poor hunk of Edom. This has been The Cheesemonger with your daily I Curd That Cheese Fact. Enjoy the rest of Dave Built a Minute. Back to you, George and Liz. Cheese, glorious
3: cheese.
0: when you eat a packet of cheese, you look no further than Cheesemonger.
3: All of the sudden, their outfits are new. Oh, yeah.
2: So so we look at them, and one minute they're wearing different clothes. And that's just a crazy... Int- I'm not really sure. Um, I'm not really sure how that happens. Uh, you cut away from... What?
3: Do you know what I like about it?
2: Uh, please Ah, tell me.
3: Our friend Dave here, He's uh, he's got a nightcap on. And that is...
2: He, do- he does. It's very That is a trend nightcap. I'd
3: like to see return.
2: Oh, really? The, the, the Ichabod, the the winking and blinking and nod cap?
3: <laughs> winking. Oh, no, that's not, that's a group of men I've not heard of in a long time. Winking, blinking and nod.
2: I think it's a winking and blinking and nod to the old days. <laughs> well, then he's wearing a hobo outfit, which uh, he's got a bendel and I'm sure he's sharing a bean. And that's how he's doing that. And then she's drink, wearing a lovely evening gown with a bit of a pinkle, pinkle sparkle on, pinkle.
3: Oh but, first, oh but first she's uh she's in a lovely business suit. She's got a oh, nice, she is. I forgot uh, about a, cream a, 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 a lovely cream
2: blazer with an underpinning of a, a lighter rose shade. Some
3: sort of pink blouse under there. And then we see the hobo and then we see the evening gown. Cut to it's delightful.
2: Hmm? And the entire time, they're discussing coffee and 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 her desire to have him partake of the coffee and his refusal, and then he changes his mind,
3: and he drinks it all. They go. He, does. he goes from being so polite to just downing that whole mug.
2: No, I just well, if you give a if you give a cup of coffee to a stranger, I mean, you're 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 bound to get two cups back if you know. It's like it's just like a it's something my mother told me.
3: Ah. When you give a Dave a cookie, who'll want a cup of coffee?
2: And I love, I I, I personally, George, um, from i Heard That, is uh, is a huge fan of like, black coffee and sweet pastries. Oof, black coffee,
3: no. Oh,
2: it's so good. No. It balances out so right. It balances out perfectly. If you have the, the bitter roasted flavour of the coffee mixed with the the crispy sweet flakiness of whatever pastry is chocolate based it's good if it's fruit it's good cake it's good i i would i would not go so far as to recommend eating candy and coffee because that sounds like a terrible thing to do but if you have black coffee and cake it's amazing
3: do you know the last black coffee i had was turkish coffee and ah oh. that was uh that was an experience it absolutely I is. I do not think I wish to repeat. Is Turkish coffee sweetened? No.
2: Because I've had Cuban coffee, which is extremely sweetened. So you go from no. opposite ends. You have the black, but it goes from dark bitter to dark liquid sugar that will jumpstart a dead rhinoceros if you pour it into the right orifice.
3: No, this was more like tar that you uh mm. that you might uh, pave a road with but uh it's not so hot that it will burn you and melt you from the inside out but it is uh very strong mm. very very strong
2: so when you're done you're sort of like you're twitching right you, you're twitching well, you're like you, you, your your eye a bit just twitch like, it, you quit you're twitching yeah,
3: a bit of a twitch
2: that's fascinating that's fine. That's lovely. <laughs> it's lovely. So you uh, know what else
3: is lovely? This uh, this painting smock that uh, our friend Dave ends oh, up in. At oh yes, uh, his, end his, of this his final
2: outfit is a very uh, 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 to kindergarten cheek. It is uh, so so lovely, and it is uh, it fits him so well. And the way he oh. wears is magnifique. Uh It C'est is magnifique. Uh, uh, mm, uh It is a croissant. Of a costuming po- choice.
3: A <laughs> <laughs> croissant or oh, poisson? Une po-
2: une poisson. He,
3: he, he. Poisson.
2: Oui. So, uh, Dave, so we have. Dave,
3: mm, hmm?
2: Dave made in minute Operation Waterslide.
3: So Annie, shut uh, Yo,
2: Annie, Annie, uh, Annie, Annie. Annie, Annie. C'est bon. Oh, c'est, magnifique.
3: C'est magnifique. C'est she bon. A, she, she asks, she, uh, she asks Dave, what he's going to do tonight or tomorrow. What he's going to do?
2: And if, she said, uh, oui, "We, this is." She says, "The same,
3: same thing, thing we do every, day, every night, night Pinky. We travel over qu'est the world." She
2: says, "Qu'est-ce que tu vas faire?"
3: Are you googling these phrases in French?
2: Uh, non. C'est de mots. It's his proper, should, should, should be his responses, uh, try to take over the world. But he does not say that because he is neither a pinky nor the brain. He says, I'm changing my mind. Is that what he says?
3: He says the first half of uh, uh, the brain's ans- uh, answer. And,
2: and so at this point, we circle back to the beginning of the minute. Uh, no, no, notice- first,
3: no, no, first. Annie, she has a great burn. She says, Well, look out, oh, world.
2: Oh, <laughs> c'est chaud, Annie. Annie is, uh, c'est chaud.
3: Do, do you say burn in French?
2: Sure, for hot.
3: Hmm. Okay.
2: <clears throat> c'est de.
3: <duh>. Mais <laughs> oui.
0: <laughs> Sacré bleu.
2: Well, I do believe. Well, I believe we're sort of uh, we've uh, we've uh, we've we've covered the uh, breadth of the minute content here, so we're uh, we're, uh, we're 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 going to go ahead and uh, uh, sum it up. And uh, so there's a conversation over breakfast. Coffee is the, specifically the uh, for the focal point of the entire thing, and there's uh, a lot of really fast sometimes unscreened flickery costume changes uh, and they're they they are very wildly from uh just normal everyday clothes boys and girls wear to french smocks and berets and business suits and uh yeah but it's it's all clothing that people wear on a daily basis or if you're going to a cotillion or
3: or a prom know, you know prom
2: or a or a quinceanera so uh yeah uh that's a uh, minute 59 of a. Uh, You've made a maze. Uh, I am. I'm George from. Uh, I cur- uh, I heard that as. Uh, sorry. Uh, I tried cur- cur- George- you
3: try and kick that to me, George.
2: I I uh, I tried to throw it to you, Liz, but uh, I think my hands are too cold from the fact that it's negative twenty five outside, and I just dropped it. So oh, I I'm gonna try to tr- it get. I'm. Okay. Well, oh, excuse <laughs> me. I, I dropped. I dropped it, and it broke because it was too cold. So yeah so we're uh we're just gonna like uh yeah I'm George from I heard that and there's my uh lovely co-host Liz
3: but I am also from I heard that maybe tomorrow <laughs> this head injury will have cleared up
2: well you uh you have a you ha- you, you guys have a lovely you guys have a lovely night you ah I died you have a you have a lovely oh okay and then I can probably disarm all the traps and then we can
3: we could finish this maze.
0: Who is with me? That was Liz Waterer and George Hendricks of I Hurt That, Taken on Minute 59 of Dave Made a Maze. Dave will be back next time on Dave Made a Minute, Taken on Minute 60.
1: Thank you for listening to Dave Made a Minute. Intro dialogue snippets were taken from Dave Made a Maze, directed by Bill Watterson, written by Bill Watterson and Steve Sears, and produced by John Charles Meyer. Intro music is Diversion by The Equals, featured in the film Dave Made a Maze, and Life Cycle of a Match by Parvis Decree. Outro music is Leaving This Godforsaken Place, and Her Presence is Strong Here by Parvis Decree. Dave Made a Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio and all other featured podcast producers. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dave Made a Minute. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice, and check out all of the participants' other shows to spread the love around. Again, thank you for listening.
0: As long as we're all working together, this is going to be fine. It's going to be great. I need you to notify the families of everyone who died here today. Totally. Wait, what? See